Hey, big love fam. Welcome to Super Freak. This is a high vibe podcast, y'all, exploring all things frequencies, how they govern form, shape our realities, and are the key to living from your full potential. It's non-woo combos about super woo shit, unpacking what I call the science of self, from body and soul literacy to the power of understanding vibration, higher consciousness, quantum physics, and spiritual psych. Let this podcast become a resource for you on your journey to self-mastery. If you're curious and ready to free your mind, unlock the body, and truly become limitless, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Tally. This is Super Freak, awakening for the next gen. Let's go. All right, everybody. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk about witchcraft. I touch on its origins, what I see in terms of patterns that are related to witchcraft, like black magic and sacrifice and how it stems from religion. So let's dive in. So let's dive into where black magic comes from and where it started. Early witches essentially were people who practiced witchcraft using spells and calling upon spirits for help or to bring about change. Now, in theory, that's kind of okay, right? If you didn't follow any kind of religion, you were literally a counterculturist or you were an alchemist that was, again, using spells and rituals to call upon the unseen or help in the unseen to achieve some sort of outcome. Most witches at the time were thought to be pagans doing the devil's work. Essentially, many, however, were simply natural healers or so-called wise women who chose of a this profession and were misunderstood. I resonate with this a lot because anyone who has history in the late 1500s, early 1600s, et cetera, you have simultaneous lives and you have a deep connection to England, Scotland, Ireland, or deep Europe, white witches were very much a thing. Highly clear, highly clairvoyant, could sense the senses and kept to themselves and were very quiet, but had ability. And then over time that got distorted. A lot of times I see people who are pure that get distorted over time, have a service pattern or a service frequency, thousands of years years old, pre-dating any biblical reference. So Clarifying that is actually quite easy to do in sessions. So if you're running a service frequency or a service pattern, invariably it wraps itself around some type of distorted religion. And so I have to separate you out of it, go back to kind of the origin of where the distorted started, purify it. And then that way it's running in your field from a clearer place and you're not running it in conjunction with a distorted pattern around religion or service or martyr or self-sacrifice or any of that stuff. You're going to hear me talk a lot about martyrism and self-sacrifice because it's deeply rooted in witchcraft. It's deeply rooted in royal bloodline and it's deeply rooted with the royals at large. So let's continue. It's unclear exactly when witches came on the historical scene, but one of the earliest records of a witch is in the Bible in the book of Samuel, thought to be written between 1931 BC and 721 BC. It tells a story of when King Saul sought the witch of Endor to summon the dead prophet Samuel's spirit to help him defeat the Philistine army. The witch roused Samuel, who then prophesied the death of Saul and his sons. The next day, according to the Bible, Saul's sons died in battle and Saul committed suicide. So it's very interesting that there's a suicide frequency here in addition to a death frequency. 
as I continue to tell some of these stories and walk through history, start to look at the patterns of this. Invariably, when there's a suicide pattern, an unaliveness pattern that's inside the line, and there's death of siblings, especially children, that is not normal. That is a deep sacrifice pattern usually associated with cults, black magic, and witches. Dark witchcraft. Let us continue. For example, I have seen sessions, people who have had simultaneous lifetimes of being, let's say, an outsider or cast aside or having a scarlet letter because they knew things, they were an alchemist or they were a witch, were burned and had many lives of being killed for having information and having ideas and having things that were non-conventional. When you're not allowed to have ideas, you're not allowed to share your brilliance or you're not allowed to actually know things, like you don't know why you know things, you don't know why you see things, you just do. That was very unusual. It was very scary because it went against the church. If you went against the church, you were unalived. It was not too long ago prior to this, we're talking pre-1400s, where queens were killed for not bearing children. I mean, it was very, very restricted and limited in thinking. If you actually think about it, witch hysteria kind of reached its climax in the 1600s because there was the wars between the French and the British, the smallpox epidemic, and the ongoing fear of attacks of neighboring Native American tribes. This is primarily in the New America. And the Salem witch trials trials emerged around this time. And it was quite a tense atmosphere. But I just thought it was really interesting that if you see the patterning around epidemics and then wars and then some type of cultural upheaval, it's very much parallel to what's happening now. Everything is a pattern. It's a sequence that repeats itself until we awaken. It just is the same movie, same patterning, same algorithms presenting in different ways until collectively we go enough and we command for something else to happen, something different to happen. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Please make sure to leave a review and follow the fun on social media because that's how it works in this world. In the meantime, get your freak on. I'll see you in the next session.